0: Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad Norman, Internet Marketing Manager here at Blackbot and your host for this Nonprofit Technology Podcast. This is episode 23 for March 10th, 2009. The 2009 Nonprofit Technology Conference, or NTC, is right around the corner. I'm really stoked not only to be attending this year, but to be presenting as well. Events like the NTC really remind me of how close-knit the nonprofit community is, and how big things can be accomplished when the network effect takes hold. On today's show, we're going to use the NTC as a case study to look at some of the ways that online communities are bringing people together. Joining us today, we have Holly Ross, the Executive Director for m Hello, Holly.
1: Hello to you.
0: Thank you for being back on the show, and I know you're really busy, so we really appreciate the time. No problem. Great. Also coming back is uh, Amy Sample Ward, the Global Community Builder for NetSquare. Welcome back, Amy. Woo-hoo. And uh, thanks uh, yeah, thank you, thanks for coming in San Francisco this week, not
2: london this is this is great. Yeah. Oh. and then like real time with you guys kind and of not going to bed. Right.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and uh, also joining us is I uh, become a regular cohort Danielle Brigida from uh, the National Wildlife Federation. Welcome back, Danielle.
3: Hi, thank you. Woohoo. And also
0: filling in for uh, Melanie Mathis is Melissa Dodge today, the Advertising Coordinator here at BlackBot. Welcome to the show, Melissa.
1: Thank you.
0: Your second show? Number two. All right. Very good. All right. Well, let's just get right into it. I really wanted to get everybody today to talk about the um, 2009 NTC, the uh, Nonprofit Technology Conference, which is in uh, how many weeks, Holly? Five-ish? Six? April 26th through
1: 28th. I refuse to count down the days. Smart move, smart move.
0: (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so I wanted, you know, I'm getting really excited to be out there. I was registered to go last year and then couldn't because of something here at work. So again, I think it's a great example of uh, how a big network of people can come together and do something amazing. So I thought we'd just start from the beginning. I know not all of our listeners are familiar with the event. So Holly, if you could, could you please just give us an an overview of uh, NTC and possibly how it got started? Sure.
1: I just, I want to first point out that it's it's Chad and his lovely lady today.
0: Oh, yes. i <laughs> to be here you. with all the girls.
1: <laughs> yes, Chad's angels, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We don't want to um, <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, um, the, the conference has actually been around for a really long time. I've been working on this show since before I worked at N10, um, and it was like 180 people. So um, this year in San Francisco, we are expecting over 1,200 folks. In fact, we have about 1,100 people registered right now. So it's really big, and they're and they folks from all over the world, which is really exciting to me. And um, we have folks from all over the nonprofit sector. So we have lots of nonprofit staff, lots of consultants, all the vendors in the space, um, and then we have executive directors, you know, marketing people, fundraising folks, program staff, and of course, my favorite segment, the you know, your IT staff, your nonprofit geeks. Um, So all those folks are at the show, um, and there's a little something for everyone there on the agenda. We have over 100 breakout sessions. We have lots of exciting programming. Clay Shirky is our keynote this year, so he'll be talking about all that fun social media stuff. Um, We also have a day of service program. We help the conference attendee meet up with local organizations. We'll be serving over 60 organizations this year, and we also have um, affinity group meetings which are the ad hoc meetings organized by the participants themselves. We have Ignite-style sessions, if you're familiar with the Ignite format, a video contest, a really hip and happening after-party, uh, just lots of great stuff on each agenda, a lot of great ways for folks to learn something because you have to, I guess, go back to the office and tell your boss you learned something. Right. But um, lots of really, really great ways for you to meet people in the sector so that as you start to apply those things you learned, you have colleagues and peers that you can go to for advice and help throughout the year, not just at
0: the show. Now, obviously, I'm new this year. So what am I going to notice right away that is different from other conferences? I mean, is there anything that really stands out at NTC that uh, makes it really unique?
2: Um, so something that is <laughs> unique to the NTC is the attitude people kind of bring. I mean, I you go to a lot of conferences, and I feel like people have like in their gun holsters all of their business cards, and they're like, uh, you know, shooting the whatever uh, straight away, and just kind of pushing out what they're doing. And at the NTC, everybody just wants to learn what everyone else is doing instead of pushing their stuff, and it's just this big learning fest opposed to you know selling yourself. Best.
0: That makes a lot of sense. That's exactly what I was looking for. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think obviously that's probably a, um, because of the nature of the uh, constituency that's coming to the event, right? So we're, exactly. you know, we're all do gutters
1: yeah. yeah, I hope one of the other things that people find out find about this conference, as opposed to some of the other ones, that you know, we really try to do our best to reinforce what Amy said. You know, like some conferences you go to, they just just drives me crazy those ribbons that they put on people's name badges. You know, like I'm a speaker, and um, yes. Yeah. An expert, and I'm a certified so-and-so, and all that kind of stuff. And, like, we don't do, you know, everyone's everyone's the same at the NTC. But also, I think we try to have a really good time and have a real sense of humor about everything that we're doing at the show. <laughs> so we're always playing funny games like buzzword like bingo or, you know, just trying to be as goofy as possible so that people are having a good time. Um, at the show, and and not in that sort of traditional corporatified way, right? right. Like we don't have any right. laser light shows, but we do have antenna, <laughs> right. which works on
3: top of them. Excellent. Well, I will say that in N ten or NTC two thousand seven, that's where I learned about Twitter. That's where I learned about Dig, and you know that was my first real conference, and I ended up like really just getting a chance to kind of. I mean, I only heard of it once or twice, and then I kind of just started using it. And I think at N10, you may see tools or hear of things that you don't really know how you're going to use them yet, but once you start using them, it kind of starts to make sense. So it's a really good good place to learn about new things and collaborate with others. Yeah.
2: And, and you have a community of people there that are in the same boat as you saying, well... I guess we'll just use this thing, see what happens. I, can, you know, I know you now. I'll always email you, see if you're still using it. You know, And you kind of have that support system that you never really get to enforce offline except for once or twice yeah, a year.
0: I, I even imagine you can even lean to the person next to you and be like, okay, what are you going to do with Twitter? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to use yeah. this for, right? <laughs> um, you just sort of have that great support network just you know, right there at the event. Let's talk a little bit about the affinity groups and, and how to get involved with those.
1: So if you go to n10.org forward slash ntc, there's a link on that page to a page about the agenda, which sort of explains, you know, what we're trying to do, which is basically give communities um, of interest a chance to self-organize the ntc. So it could be something, you know, folks who are all using Drupal want to get together, or it may be folks that are all um, writers, um, you know, web writers that want to get together. So you can organize any group of people that have a common interest. So right now through Friday, the 13th, we are still taking suggestions for what those affinity group meetings should be, um, and you can just go to that page at intended.org forward slash NTC, click on the affinity groups link, and there's a quick little survey just to tell us a little bit more about who you want to get together, um, and then we're going to find you some time on the agenda to pull back that crowd together, and almost all of those sessions will be held on the first day of the conference, Sunday, April 26th. So you can still suggest one, um, but we'll have them up on the agenda soon so that you can attend some of the get-togethers that are um, being suggested as well. I
0: think it's great that they're sort of self-organizing, right? I mean, I think that's another example of how this community really uh, does cool things and really can get together.
1: I think it's really cool, too, because we get, like, a really wide variety of things. So there is a a meetup suggested for folks who are using Drupal. There's also a Twitter meetup, a Midwest attendees meetup change bloggers is another one that's been suggested. So people who are blogging for good, right? So there's a totally, you know, a huge wide swath of topics that get covered. So I really like that.
2: And last year, for an example, um, I really liked that people felt, they felt welcome to go to any of the affinity groups without necessarily thinking, I'm all, you know, I'm already a change blogger or I already use Drupal. And so... As an example, the the open source affinity group, that was it, it was just open source affinity group. If you want to talk about it, if you use it, if you want to learn more, whatever. And we had so, so many people that we filled the room, sitting on the floor and into the entire hallway. And there was people that had never heard of open source, people that were open source developers, you know, and everywhere in between. And instead of having a presenter like you would in most of the other sessions the rest of the conference. It was just a huge hundred person conversation. And so it really started the conference off on that that learning platform opposed to selling platform because everyone just wanted to share about the topic or under the umbrella of open source. It was really um, it was really great. Cool. All right,
0: one of the other things that I really noticed that I liked was the um, I think the inclusion for the first time of the Ignite sessions. Is that new mm-hmm. for this year?
1: Brand yeah. new for this. Year, I mean Sarah yeah. Davies, Davies from the ACLU, ACLU of I think Washington State. Uh, ACLU Washington had suggested those and we thought that was a great idea those actually came up during our summer planning call and invited anyone from the n community to give us their ideas for the NTC okay
0: and how is the um are people submitting them I mean how's that going I know that, I think the deadline for that is Friday as well
1: yeah that is also mm-hmm. Friday and that it's <clears throat> picking up now we've had to do a lot of explaining about what Ignite right. is It's a similar format to, I think, other folks have heard heard of it as Pecha Kucha, Um, but the idea is basically that you get five minutes and 20 slides, and sort of like Twitter, we have a question that we want to pose to you, which is just, if you had five minutes to talk to the nonprofit technology community, what would you say? And it can be anything under that umbrella, from, like, I have an idea about how you know software should work, or... Um, I did this really cool project in Guatemala, look, you know, I had a tweet up with what I did over here. It can be anything at all sort of under that umbrella. So we have, I think, about a dozen suggestions right now. Um, the first one that came in actually was a, a guy who worked with the Franciscan Monks, so I thought that was pretty wow. awesome. Um <laughs> So, the, so we have, and again, it's a real wide variety. So I think we're looking to schedule these during sort of the evening receptions so that you can grab a cocktail and then, you know, come on over and hear just a really crazy wide variety of ideas. Right. And so how many are you <laughs> going to try to fill?
0: I mean, is this going to be an hour long or two hours or, you know, what's the, what are you looking at?
1: Yeah. It will depend on what we get. Okay. Um, I think we're probably going to be able to split it up into two hour or 90 minute sessions. So my favorite title so far, by the way, for one of these is "Party Like It's 1657: Renewing the Charitable Aid Society." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I like
2: that.
0: All right, is anybody here submitting anything? Uh, Danielle, Amy?
2: I've been thinking yeah. about it <laughs> only because I uh, I, su- I submitted to the Portland Ignite and got turned down. So I've been I've been she burned. Jated. I don't know if I can
1: submit to another. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs>
3: The secret, Amy, is that we don't reject anyone here. Ah, <laughs> really? That's good to know. <laughs> I play safe, you know. For hey,
0: Danielle, you're, you're speaking like at what, five, six different sessions, so you're probably not submitting <laughs> no. me. <right>? No. <laughs>
3: no. I've tricked them, though, yet
0: again. Yes. No. Well, I did want to talk about sessions a little bit, so I mean, I kind of wanted to see what uh, everybody was looking forward to. I know I'm really excited to see um, Beth's session on Mapping social media strategy to Uh, metrics—that's something I know we all we all Mm -hmm. struggle with—and just excited to see her present something in person. Anything else on your radar that you're really looking forward to sitting in on?
2: No, (laughs) nothing, nothing in particular, but something that I've decided after going through the long, long, long session list for South by Southwest and picking out some sessions I want to go to. It made me think differently about the NTC sessions, and this time I'm going to have a goal that each day do I, I go to a session that I otherwise would have read the description and not really thought it identified with me um, or, or what I do because I think there's just, you know, like I've talked about every single time I've spoken, I think, you know, about how much you can learn there. And I think one way is to just kind of step out of that the box that I've decided is what I would is what I do and have a conversation about something else because I'm sure I'm gonna learn a lot and I'm sure that there's still things that would help me and are applicable. I just you know, I don't identify myself with that word right. or something. That's a
0: great idea actually. I mean Danielle you did a little bit of that at our conference, I remember you were kinda of taking some sessions that weren't necessarily necessarily in your competency. Um just to kind of Yeah,
3: mention. yeah, I definitely I did one about um global <laughs> global nonprofits and how they can speak out and I remember just coming back being like I'm so glad I went to that because I I can actually see you know how that applies and I definitely am a big fan of doing that because you can always improve and plus like even if you're in a session that doesn't necessarily make sense for you it gets your mind thinking about how it applies to you or how it can and you really can start to like to, to problem solve and think in new ways so that's a great idea yeah, I think
1: that's one of the reasons we've never made folks register for track or anything right. beforehand, was that we really do want people to do that um, uh, and have the opportunity to do some interdisciplinary learning. You know, just because you work in fundraising doesn't mean you can't learn something from being in an IT session, you know, and vice versa, right? Um, right. The more that you guys are talking to each other across department lines, the better you're going to be able to work together leading the conference. So.
2: Exactly. Especially if your organization can only send one person, you know, Mm the organization is going to get more out of it. If if that one representative can come back and say, you know, I went to a fundraising, an IT, a leadership, you know, I went to all these sessions and I can see how they all work with each other. I have things that I want to share with everybody instead of just saying, well, I, you know, I'm an IT person. I went to the IT track and I've got a lot, you know,
1: Yeah, I think that's especially important these days when technology does touch so much of the organization, you know, like exactly. the way we, it, it's throughout the whole organization, so it's important to, to not just think about it from your own little silo.
0: Now, you mentioned, you exactly. mentioned earlier about how you, you did have a, you know, a wide sampling of people attending the event, and, and I was in on that planning call last summer as well, and I remember there was sort of a general sense of, hey, the last two have been a little bit on the social media, Web 2.0, sort of overload. Let's try to get some other content. Have you seen other kinds of sessions coming in more than usual, like around fundraising? And Did that actually come out, of, you know, that theme come out of the planning call and actually manifest in the session content?
1: We certainly did our best, although, you know, the way that we plan our agenda um, has always been really community-driven, but this show is, like, extremely community-driven, okay. so... Um, all the session proposals came from the community, and then they were voted on by the community. Right. And I will say that, despite what you may say, like everyone was like, "Hooray for social okay, media. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> and they're voting. So, like, you know, we still have plenty of that good stuff. Don't get me wrong. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot of interesting topics. And what I like about um, our show too is that we have some some really sort of nuts and bolts stuff that you know gets down into how do you select a constituent relationship management system and really nerdy stuff like UI controls. Like, if you even know what I say, if you understand what that means, UI controls, like you're way geekier than me, right? So, like, we have some really, really geeky stuff, but also we have some really, I think, 10,000-foot view stuff, too, going on, which is the kind of stuff that I tend to get really excited by. So, just for example, um, I think Steve Wright from the Salesforce.com Foundation is leading a session at the conference called uh, Cloud Computing, More Than Just IT Plumbing in the Sky, which is, you know, a cute title. But um, uh, Lucy Bernholz from Blueprint R&D is also on that panel, and they are going to be talking about what it means for the nonprofit sector if we're doing more and more of our work in the cloud, and not just in terms of, like, you know, you don't have to pay more money for server maintenance and licensing and yada, 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 but what does it mean if, all of our nonprofit data is in the cloud and the barrier to entry for sharing that data is much, much lower, right? Mm -hmm. Can we collaborate more? Um, Does it open up new models of doing business for us? So um, I think we have a lot of that kind of big picture thinking going on that I'm really excited to um, tap into. Yeah, that does sound really cool.
0: We talked about not having people sign up for events and I wanted to talk about NTC Connect. That's one of the the coolest things about the conference. Mm -hmm. And and I did notice today, I I did notice um, a couple weeks ago that, People are starting to, like, register. I think it was on Danielle's page. People are, like, saying, hey, I'm attending your sessions, right? I just thought that was a cool way to use the community portal. So I just wanted to s- just see how everybody was sort of using the portal and how important is this online community to the event this year? Are you really integrating it with ha- what's happening on site?
3: Well, I'm certainly trying. Right.
1: It's a big experiment this year. But yeah, I mean, that's the point is that, um, you know, we felt like we wanted to give folks a way to, to be able to find each other before the event even started so that you had some connections going into the show. That was one big part of it. um, That you could, you had some folks that you were planning to meet. Um, And another big part of it for us is that, you know, we've always, we've always prided ourselves on giving folks a, a, a good way to make connections at the conference through things like the affinity groups and the night sessions. Um, But we have always been the bottleneck there, right? So, like, if people were organizing social sessions or things like that, they've always had to go through us. And we thought, well, we should just get out of the way completely. And so what we really hope will happen here is that um, people will use the site in a couple of ways. One is, as you mentioned, we definitely really want folks to be able to RSVP for sessions they're planning on attending, though we're certainly not going to hold them to it. We think that they can build then you know, a nice little personal calendar that they can walk away with and check throughout the show to remind them of what they're planning on attending. Uh, but it also will help us understand a little bit about where people, you know, plan to go and, you know, plan our room rooms out a little bit more effectively. But the second thing is we hope that people will start groups within the platform. So even if you're not doing Infinity affinity group session per se, you've got a group, you're starting a group in NT Connect of folks who have something in common, and we've seen a lot more of that in the last few days. So folks from the same geographic area or, again, users of particular software or you know right. same kind of job type, that kind of stuff. Cool. What's the participation level been like? It's getting to it's be getting more. I think the one thing that um, to remember is that, you know, even though it's a nonprofit technology conference, and there are lots of folks like Danielle and Amy there who are, you know, at this point, bona fide, you know, Twitter addicts right. and, you know, bloggers <laughs> extraordinaire and, like, totally, you know, totally all over the social media. There's still a lot of folks who are in Danielle's, from a couple years ago who don't know what this okay. stuff is and are trying to figure it out. So, you know, I would say um, just do the quick scan through. We probably have about 30% of the crowd, you know, having updated their profile at least at this point and maybe poked around. Good. And there's that, and it probably has that same sort of social media breakdown that we all see where it's like, you know, 1% power right. user, <laughs> 10% somewhat user, and then the long tail, yeah. right? So I expect we'll probably see that. But I'm excited to see, like, there's a lot of great groups being started, you know, for UCLA staff, European
3: attendees,
1: just all kinds of interesting stuff going on in there. Right. So, I definitely recommend that people go poke around.
3: Holly, I can't believe you outed me as a Twitter addict. I don't, I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> My TA meetings are very private, you know, I'm on the, <laughs> the four times a day plan, okay? <laughs> so sorry.
0: Now, the Day of Service, for anyone that doesn't know, is uh, NTC's way of giving back to the community that that hosts the event. So this year, San Francisco Nonprofits will be getting help from uh, the NTC attendees on April 26th, which is the day before the event begins. Um, And I like the idea. um, I I didn't know. I always thought it was uh, people would go and volunteer for, you know, initiatives that are happening within the city. But I didn't realize that you have that consulting aspect piece of it where you can actually go in and sort of share your expertise with, a, with an organization, which is, I think, how I'm going to participate. And just uh, Holly, could you um, just talk about some of the ways that attendees are helping these local organizations? Um, obviously, there's the consulting, but where are people volunteering? And
1: so we have over 60 organizations um, that we've identified with the help of our local partner, TechSoup Global. We're very excited that they, you know, just so happen to be based in San Francisco. Yeah. That made that easy. <laughs> And uh, we have two kinds of projects that you can work on. The first is, as you mentioned, the consulting right. gig. And uh, the organiza- local organizations have identified that they need help with all kinds of things from, you know, sniffing up their email newsletter to podcasting to video to database selection. So what, what uh, conference attendees can do is sign up for one of those projects uh, and do a two- to three-hour consult with the organization. Um, and then the second kind of project that we have, uh, we're doing two on-the-ground wireless implementations at low-income housing projects, so or low-income community centers. So we're going out to Treasure Island, um, which is this—I I don't know if anyone's been to Treasure Island, but it's this funny little place um, in San Francisco. They built it for a World Fair, I think. Uh, so it's a man-made island, and if you ever cross over the bay from Oakland to San Francisco on the Bay Bridge, you'll go—you go basically through this tunnel on the bridge, and that's Treasure Island. Um and so when the housing crunch was really, really bad in San Francisco, they started putting houses on there. And <laughs> they took these sort of mixed mixed income neighborhoods. Uh and so we're going out to one of the low income community centers that are gonna be installing a wireless network, not only for that center to use, but all the center participants. And we're doing the same thing at another nonprofit in San Francisco proper, um, St. Anthony. Um, again, installing some wireless stuff. And so you can volunteer to do that too. And it can be, uh, you don't have to have, you know, wireless installation expertise. The other part of that is that we need lots of folks to go out there and help the residents understand how to use the okay. network or just with basic computer skills, right? We do lots of shoulder-to-shoulder training mm-hmm. out there. That's very
0: cool. And have you always done this with the conference or is this something that's just come on the last uh, three or four years or
1: something? No, we've always done it okay. forever. Um, and Beth Cantor has always okay. run it. And she still
0: right. does. Very cool. Danielle, yep. Amy, are you getting involved with it at all?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last year,
2: actually, my um, my first consult I was partnered with was – there was a problem there. They didn't really know, I guess, that they had signed up for it, whatever. So then I got onto a new project, and then that one didn't um, work. The people couldn't come. So, you're, an awesome, I was
1: say, you're an awesome example. This is a glowing <laughs> recommendation.
2: <laughs> So I was like, man, this isn't good at all. But it didn't stop me from signing up right away this time. (laughs) And I signed up for a consult again because I just wanted to have like a, you know, a sit down, meaningful conversation in a way that like I could keep, you know, kind of check in with them later. And so I I signed up for one. And as soon as I got the contact information, I emailed them and said, you know, do you know what this is? Did you really sign up for this? It's, It's okay if you didn't. It's happened to me before but I really do want to help you. (laughs) Um, And she emailed back the next day and was like, yes, we did sign up. We do want you to help us. We'll be there. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a fantastic concept. I mean, I I just, I love the idea. And again, I think that's sort of unique to this sort of sector to Mm -hmm. do, to do something like this and to really get back. So what else about NTC? Did we?
1: Oh, I have one more thing. Um, There's, 10,000 sure. things. But I'll, I'll just bring on one more thing if right. So um, you may have heard of our We Are, we are Media project at wearemedia.org. So we, uh, we're we organizing this year's same day, as the day of service some in-depth hands-on workshops that are related to the We Are Media curriculum. And the idea is to give folks some hands-on experience with different social media tools so that they can walk away from those sessions knowing how to do something with social media. So we're hoping to cover video, podcasting, photo sharing, blogging, and also the fabulous tool, some some live live streaming of sessions via Cover It Live. Okay. And so folks will be able to come to these We Are Media sessions, learn how to shoot and edit a video in two hours, whether that's with their cell phone or whatever video camera they can bring. Um, and then after they leave the conference, we are hoping that they will go out and obviously cover the conference, right? So do some audio and video, podcasting, take photos, upload them to Flickr, cover their sessions live, you know, do blogging from the NCC and all that great stuff. And so we will be announcing that this this will be the one thing that you do have to pre-register for because obviously we can't teach a 100 people at once how to do, shoot and edit a video. But we'll open that registration up pretty soon in the next couple of weeks, so folks can sign up for those sessions. Cool. And if you're going to do any of it on your own, just tag it 9 ntc, and of course, right. we'll aggregate
0: it. For folks. Nice. Are you doing anything else with that tag? Are you pulling that into any uh, any of your sites or um, displaying it at the event or anything like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely will have a conference widget again so that okay. it. um, it'll aggregate, you know, photos, blog posts, et cetera, et cetera, for folks to sort of keep track of the conference all in one okay. place. Uh, Very cool. 09NTC, not
0: NTC09. Yeah, I know. There was some confusion there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, speaking of listening, by the way, I just wanted to ask you three while you're on here um, because you're such, uh, you know, social media listening junkies. Has anybody played around with back tweets at all yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I I just sort of, you know, really kind of ran into that over the last couple of weeks. I I don't know how new it actually is, but, uh, um, you know, it's a great way to see who's linking to your your site because everybody's using those short URLs and, and, you know, you can't really tell who's got coming links? Are there any other ways to sort of monitor um, those short URLs other than back tweets, or is that a unique offer?
3: I feel like it's pretty unique, but I could be wrong. But yeah, I mean, I was using back type and back tweets has been great. The only thing I haven't done yet is aggregate it to my right. reader. That but example yeah.
0: what I did the other day, and I found all kinds of people that were talking about us, both Blackbot and Go Green and I just they were not even on my radar because they were using um, you know like tiny URL and you know is .gd and stuff like that. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's a tool that I forget the name of it right now, and I don't know if it's like in beta or if it's working, and I just have to search for my delicious saved link of it. But um, that is, you know, obviously focused on the the link issue, and that you you link to a story, and then someone might read that story, and they might at reply you and say, "Oh, that was really interesting," but then. I might see that at reply that something was interesting but I don't know what was interesting uh-huh, right. cuz you know you don't necessarily include the link every time you reply about it to someone and so it is a way of connecting that oh. conversation so if someone clicks over on a link that you posted you can see all of the replies that are about that tweet that had the link in it so you could actually see the conversation about that
3: story without is that, having is to- that something called like twitter tree or something because I know what there you're talking about. called Twitter Tree. That <laughs> or something, I don't know Twitter if about. it's what it is, but it was something yeah. along the Tree Line. <laughs> that <Yeah>. makes sense.
2: <laughs> I definitely think people have gotten to a place where they, they realize Twitter is all about links and they want to try and do something with that to organize those conversations. So I'm sure there's more than one tool out there to do it.
0: Anybody excited about the new Facebook page changes? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, I know we are a go green because we're mm-hmm. gonna get a, all of our stuff in people's feeds now it's gonna be really nice yeah um, that's a huge change
1: I wish they had that for my fundraising camp yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah something gonna change strategy I think a little bit um, just knowing that you have those yeah. that many touches now I think I'll also be a little bit less uh, less uh, frequent maybe with my updates as well
1: I think Really, the reason I think it's really good is that I think a lot of nonprofits are going to start a Facebook group yep. and then use it like they would any other email right. list, right? Like all they do is email the group. And I will confess that like N has been the worst at that. <laughs> right? And it's totally going to like it's totally forces you to think about that group the right way, right? Which is you know how do you how do you reach out to them with meaningful content that they can build conversations around rather than you know a group of people I right. can email.
3: I feel like Facebook was copying Twitter and Frim well, feed. of course.
0: <laughs> 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 Although they're going to beat Twitter to the live stream, though, that with the Ajax auto yep. updating, I mean, I've just been waiting for Twitter to turn that on, like they did for the elections, yeah, stuff, which was just awesome. But uh, yeah, Twitter—it looks like Facebook's going to beat them to that. So, mm-hmm.
1: so not
0: surprising, though, with Twitter's uh, slow development schedule. But uh, at least we're going to get that integrated search stuff here in the next week or two, so that'll be cool. Well, before we get to shout outs, I guess we should uh, throw it to Melissa for a little bit of BlackBot news. She promised it was just a tiny little it- itsy bit.
4: <laughs> yeah, we really don't have too much in terms of news, but the AFP Fundraising Effectiveness Project. Okay. you heard anything about that? A little bit. Well, it was launched in 2006. It aims to help nonprofit organizations measure, compare, and maximize their annual growth in giving. It's an ongoing project, and it only takes five minutes, costs nothing to participate and BlackBot has partnered with AFP to make it easy to participate. In the plug-in section of the Razor's Edge, users will find the Fundraising Effectiveness Project plugin. It will allow them easily to compile the required information for the survey and submit it electronically. The survey does not transfer individual donor information, only statistics of the overall giving program. So it should be good. Um, the Fundraising Effectiveness Project, its like I said, it's ongoing, and... By participating, you'll be able to to identify areas where you can improve and make better well-informed, um, growth-oriented budget decisions and boost donor revenue. So, And then the last thing I was going to talk about was Blackbot Delivers. We have their, and if, if no one knows what they are, their, um, our online seminar, web, web seminars are 90 minutes, um, and you view the seminar from the comfort of your own desk. So the best part about Blackbot Delivers is it's absolutely free. Um, for you to attend, just simply sign up, and you can do that at blackbaud.com slash delivers. The next one coming up is March 25th, and voting is closed, but the topic that everyone voted on is PCI, the credit card changes that will oh, impact yeah. you. I'm sure everyone on the line here today has a PCI things on the brain too um, yeah so, um, we'll talk about that at a later date I'm sure um, yeah we're going to
0: have a PCI podcast come up definitely so.
4: make sure I'm on that too both. yeah uh, we'll do and so then the next ones that are you can register and vote for are June 25th and then some dates after that so just keep going back to blackbaud.com slash delivers for the latest updates and um, for your opportunity to vote on the subject that you'd like to hear
0: very cool. That's all I got. Thanks, Melissa. Um, you can keep up with other, all the BlackBod news at um, blackbod.com slash news. And uh, you can follow Melissa on Twitter at twitter.com slash melissadu. Melissa D. All right. Let's uh, just do shout-outs. I'm sure you all have something you want to talk about. Um, Danielle, we can start with you.
3: <laughs> sure. Well, aside from everyone should go to NTC, um, for those of you who are going to South by Southwest, you guys should all stop by the ROI um, – poetry slam. I'm going to be dressed like Edgar Allan Poe um and I'm spoofing the raven. Yes. And do you want you have a raven on your shoulder? I need to find one. This is my deli- or this is my probo, but, a Wildlife um, Federation. You can should be able to rummage up a raven. I'm I can't I can't stuff one on my own. I, taxidermy is not something they right. teach here unfortunately. But um but yeah, I was going to just say, you know, I'll give you a, a slight, um, a quick kind of thing because I've been practicing a little sneak peek. Right. It starts off, once upon a non-profit theory, measurement was weak and weary over many quaint and curious meetings with little to account for. While I nodded, nearly napping, an idea for a strategy came a-tapping. What if measurement could include social interactions and what they stand for? I shall investigate, I muttered, to know what ROI could account for. Instantly, I knew this was something I must explore. Wow. <laughs> oh <laughs> my. It's going to be it's going to be pretty intense. Um, and I'm going to be very excited about it. So, everyone should come by. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'll be there. <laughs> It'll be your birthday child. It is Chad. It's on my birthday too.
0: Oh, I'll
3: come dressed as the raven.
0: <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, thanks, Danielle. Um, you can follow uh, Danielle at twitter.com slash starfocus, and uh, you can see her fine work at uh, nwf.org. Okay, Amy Sampleward, um, what do you have for us today?
2: Well, we have three open challenges, one of them being social actions, change the web, ideas for, you know, changing the web uh, <laughs> to keep... Um, social actions and opportunities for people to get involved um, locally, globally, via the internet, everything. And you can um, participate in some change the web online chats. There was one today about iPhones for good, and you can submit your ideas. The conversation or the chats, you can go to social, mysocialactions.com and um, RSVP, and you can get archives of previous chats And if you want to submit an idea, just head to netsquare.org, and you can um, submit your ideas in the challenge there. All the submissions go there. And our other two challenges are both based on mobile applications. One of them is from UC Berkeley's Human Rights Center. And the deadline for submissions is fast approaching for that one. So if you have ideas um, for human rights mobile applications, get those in. And the third open challenge is our challenge, NetSquared's Year 4 N2Y4 Challenge. It's focused on mobile for social good, so anything goes really from anywhere. And we're really excited because our challenge, mean, um, the, the featured projects that come out of the community vote, come to the conference. And N2Y4 Conference at the end of May is a fun, collaborative Forty-eight hours of awesomeness, <laughs> and uh, it'll okay. be in San Jose, at <laughs> Cisco. So, yeah, three, three, awesome opportunities to um, put your ideas out there to the community, get feedback, collaborate with new people you didn't know, other projects you didn't know were in the in the cooker, and. Um, I
0: love it. It's a hat trick of innovation.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and even if you don't have an idea to submit that that you think is really a project in and of itself, you can go there and you can read through other people's project ideas and give them feedback or let them know a a little idea that you have that isn't necessarily a project of itself but could definitely help what they're working on.
0: Awesome stuff. You can uh, follow Amy Sample Ward at twitter.com slash amyrsward and by going to amysampleward.org. Yes, yep. great. Uh, okay, Holly, do you have, you know, any kind of big event or anything coming up in the next few weeks that you'd like to mention to our listeners?
1: <laughs> Nothing I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely I mean, I definitely appreciate a whole show, uh, obviously devoted to vote for the N T C which you can find n10.org forward slash N T C. We are gonna cap registration at thirteen hundred this year and it looks like we actually are gonna get close, awesome. so uh, cause, uh, and the, the, the next registration deadline is actually Friday. The price goes up 100 bucks after Friday, so there you go. Um, and just two other quick things. Um, I also will be at South by Southwest judging Danielle among others. Uh <laughs> poetry. But we also have um a great um we're doing a breakfast on Sunday morning from nine thirty to eleven thirty at um the Beacon nonprofit lounge. So if you're if you're at South by, please drop by on Sunday morning. We'll have lots of really cool We are media laptop stickers and other swag and fun stuff. We'll be doing that. Um and then the last thing is our book. Our book is oh, here. Right. It's published and it's no for way. real. Um so uh, our book, uh, Managing Technology to Meet Your Mission, is almost officially out. Um, I guess Amazon has copies now uh, in stock, which is great. So you can look that up on Amazon.com, Managing Technology to Meet Your Mission. You can learn more about the book, get uh, an overview of the chapters and all that good stuff at www.meetyourmission.org. Um, and we actually have a free event on the 31st of March uh, where you can meet all the authors and ask them great questions. Uh, we're doing a virtual book release party on the 31st. Wow.
0: Well, at least you're staying busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> No, that's great. All right, everybody. Um, you can uh, follow Holly Ross at Twitter.com slash N10HRoss, and uh, there will be some forthcoming dance moves, so please stay tuned to that Twitter account. And obviously uh, visit uh, N10.org to learn more about N10, and then NTCConnect.org if you're going to the event and to connect with other people. Well, that does it for this episode of the podcast. I'd like to thank our guests, Danielle Vigida, Holly Ross, Amy Sample Ward, and Melissa Dodge you can keep up with the podcast and other webby things by following me on twitter.com at twitter.com slash chad norman or by checking out my blog at blackbod.com slash webby things if any of you listeners have feedback please 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 send us an email at thepodcast at blackbod.com so until next time I'm chad norman and thanks for listening to the podcast
2: you should have been studying your dance moves holly I don't want to hear
1: anything
0: oh my god I know what's the easy on that
1: uh, I don't even know what's going to be more embarrassing: if I actually practice and then do it, and it's really horrible, no. or if I just don't practice at all and let it be horrible. <laughs> well, that's a tough one.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, either way, and we're all going to enjoy. It. Okay. <laughs> it went for us. Yeah. How many yeah. are you going to try? How many are you trying to? Are you gonna, just <laughs> I bet a lot of caffeine. How many are you going to try <laughs> to fill?
1: Sure. Well, we have. Um, we have um, I'm sorry. Did I tell you that I took my last night? I can't actually speak to Spanish. Um. So we have.